Simone. Miss Laura. <laughs> Ray, I kind of left you there for a couple episodes. How have things been going? As my father would say, they are going tremendous. Oh, <laughs> oh wonderful. <laughs> so you guys have covered the fun, the systems, and now? Now it's moving into the meat and potatoes, Laura. I know you love the meat and potatoes. And honestly, if we extend the metaphor a little bit, I think folks can expect a heavy serving of gravy as well. Well, that's Christmas dinner right there. <laughs> oh, that's a zinger. So sit back, everyone. Let's dive into another episode of our mini series on the hidden curriculum. And today, Laura, we want to talk about youth development theories, specifically ones that influence stomping ground. Let's do it, Ray. All right. So, Laura, when we're talking youth development, what, what are our goals? What are we really focusing on here? So it's important to remember all the stuff of camp, the costumes, the night games, the property, the traditions, they're all a vehicle for us to accomplish our youth development goals. The mission of camp is to inspire radically empathetic decisions. So I think I, I, our youth development goals break down into two parts. First, we hope that kids that join us will learn more about themselves. They'll start to, start to trust themselves. They'll build confidence and resilience and a sense of curiosity. And secondly, we will help kids hopefully see the impact that their decisions have on those around them and the larger community. And I think those two goals together, that's what leads to radically empathetic people. Oh my gosh, it just sounds like a symphony in here today. I love having you back, Laura. <laughs> so, keep, so keep going. Dive into some of these, these theories a little bit more. Okay, so it all started with the self-determination theory. Um, this is a theory that was developed by Edward D.C. and Richard Ryan, actually from the University of Rochester. <clears throat> and it states that human beings are inherently curious and motivated if their three psychological needs are met. Those three psychological needs are autonomy, relatedness, and competence. So how does this play into camp? Like, how do we do, how do we make sure those things happen? We've, we've specifically baked into the program an opportunity for kids to decide and choose what activities they're part of. This creates like that autonomy piece. They also have a sense of belonging in their cabin group, their village and the larger community. That's the relatedness piece. And then for competence, um, kids try out different activities and this gives them a chance to be masterful over something. So that's how we make sure that those three psychological needs are met at camp. Okay. So Laura, how does being curious. And I love this word. I think that um, it comes up a couple times in the podcast, but how does being curious and motivated, how does that help kids access this, this world around them? When we're curious and motivated about ourselves and the things around us, we begin to find real purpose and meaning in our lives. I love that. And, and another word that I think kind of relates to some of these ideas we're talking about is resilience. And we've been talking about this a lot, especially in the year we've been having in 2020. It, it takes resilient individuals to come out of a, a global pandemic. So talk about this idea of, of resilience and how we build resilience. Oh, absolutely. I think, I think camp is an awesome place for kids to, to start to build resilience. Um, resilience is, is armor against adverse experiences. And the pandemic is one of those experiences we're all experiencing this kind of collective trauma together. And there are protective factors in each person's life and risk factors in each person's life. And some of the, the, the you know, if, if we can put more protective factors around kids or notice or, or incorporate more protective factors into individuals' lives, they have more of a chance of, of building resilience and having the ability to overcome those adverse experiences. 
I think also the other thing is giving kids the ability to see that their choice, their impact, ma- that they have an impact, that their voice matters. And that is also, like we said earlier, a big part of the camp program. Well, talk, uh, talk about that a little bit. What do you mean by seeing that their impact matters? Yeah. So I think that this goes back to one of the, the um, things we, we used said as a mantra, even back in the first summer of camp, we talked a lot about partnering with kids and not powering over them. This part of our philosophy is about building relationships based on trust with kids instead of based on fear. Another protective factor um, is having um, emotional intelligence. And when I say emotional intelligence, what I'm really talking about is recognizing, understanding, labeling, expressing, and regulating our own emotions. Emotions are essentially data that we use to understand the world around us. So, you know, you gather your emotions and then you notice how they have affected you and how they may have affected other people. It's so cool to hear you talk about a lot of this stuff that I think has been so ingrained for stomping on in a long time. And kind of before this episode, we were talking about how we have all these ideas and, and terms and things that we've defined over the course of stomping on history that have just become so ingrained in the program that we need to talk about them mm-hmm. more and put, put pen to paper. And I think a lot of these ideas and things that have surfaced now after seven years of running the program even existed in that very first summer. And I want to go back to that first summer, which we've talked about a little bit on this series as well. I want you to reflect and share how your first summer at camp, the idea of trusting kids, it, it was deemed kind of terrifying, which is so <laughs> funny because now it's just like, how do we not? But where did that, where did that you know, quote unquote risky idea initially come from? So initially, when we first started camp, we were very influenced by a movement in the education world called self-directed education. This is the idea that kids learn best how to make decisions by making them, and that freedom and autonomy are critical in a learning environment. At camp, we build safety nets for kids so we can let them choose and make decisions and make mistakes um, in order to learn more about themselves and others. And that kind of plays into this philosophy idea that we have about partner with and not power over at camp. Talk about how that works, Laura. A hundred percent, Ray. A, a huge piece of our philosophy since the very beginning of camp is building relationships based on trust instead of fear. That's really what power partner with, not power over means. Well, um, I want to zoom out here. Let's let's go to a thirty thousand foot view. Kind of kind of talk about you know the overarching view of all these theories and all of this these philosophies that make up how we make program choices and 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 how we implement new practices at camp zoom out and kind of give us the the bigger picture. Why are we, why are we doing this? Yeah, I love that. Essentially what you're asking for is like, what is the micro view of the impact and what's the macro view of the impact? Yeah. So the, all these youth development theories that we've incorporated into the program have an effect on individuals and the world around us. We hope to create environments where kids can be their best selves for their own individual futures and for those futures that of the people who are directly involved with them. That's the micro level. That's the, the, um, the individual level. But at the macro level, we recognize that taking a part in an environment like camp can have an impact on how people treat each other. They can help us see our own implicit bias. They can help us think about who we want to vote for, the where we live, how we choose to spend our money, and how we choose to spend our time. So I've, I think we have the opportunity to change the world here, folks. To change the world here, folks. 
this feels like NPR. I just want to be like, we have Laura Kriegel, chief heart <laughs> officer and executive director and co-founder of Stomping Ground here. Stick around. But seriously, stick around during the next episode. We are going to dive into more of the um, social justice movements that are a part of the program and how social justice has shaped the way we work with kids and what we believe in uh, with Laura. Laura, we're so grateful to have you on the program here for back-to-back episodes. It's going to be fun. Back-to-back episodes, Ray. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> That's so goofy. I have to go get my dog. Thank you.